Evan, edit this out. Evan, I'm doing the edit this out song. Evan, edit this out. Evan, this part is all wrong. Evan, get rid of this. Oh, Jesus. Evan, please. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. Should I start talking about the podcast now? The what? Um... No, let's wait another 30 minutes. Oh, they're uh, going to say 30 seconds. I was like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I can hold out. I don't know if I can hold up for 30 minutes. 30 minutes? We can't do that? All right. I'll, I'll compromise. 25 minutes. Oh. Yeah, I'll meet you there. What? Okay. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. No, we got to. We got to. We got to enter the podcast. This is how oh, we lose right. listeners. We have to yeah. Ourselves. Yeah. This is how, this is how we turn people away. No, this is the hook. <laughs> this, this We're, is what they want There's something to be desired. Uh, you wish you knew what this was all about, don't you? <laughs> don't you want to wish why you were talking right now? Don't- yeah, the whole time they're just listening, they're like, yeah, I wish I knew who these people were and what this was. I'm Andrew. I'm Courtney. And I'm Leanne? And this is fart arts. <gasps> it's opposite you day. Can't do this. <laughs> That's not true. What is there a national opposite day? I feel like there has to be. I, I think um Well, let me take a look. Everyone do a little research. It's January twenty fifth. We missed yeah, it. We missed it by a long shot. God damn it. Okay, okay. Redo. <laughs> I'm sure Evan will put a reverse noise there. And if not, we'll use this. Kind of sounds like Animal Crossing. Did you know that Opposite Day was invented by President Eisenhower? I was about to say the Nazis. Oh, oh no. That seems like something Nazis would do. Uh oh. What? It's, it's like a big plot to make everyone do the opposite things. Like what? Like something sinister like that. Yeah. I guess. Is that really sinister? We used to you do that in, in elementary school. <laughs> were, and were people pleased with opposite day or were they annoyed? Because I feel like opposite day can be pretty annoying. I feel like everyone loved opposite day. Oh, my, my feet I mean, are on my hands. Oh, I'm walking upside down. Okay, well, that <laughs> doesn't happen. Did, is that what you used to do? Then maybe that's I've why never, you had a problem with I've it. I've never once celebrated Opposite Day, hence why I thought I didn't know it was on a specific day. I feel like there used to be... I mean, I could be completely making this up. Like, I can't think of a, any specific example. I feel like people would just, like, claim a day as Opposite Day. All of a sudden, and then it would be opposite day, and then everyone would be do opposite. I feel like that's what my little cousins would do to me to, to like, get me to do things. Would be like, oh, it's opposite day. You said no, which means yes. And so now you have to play with us. Yeah, for sure. So you think that's the Nazis doing? <laughs> well, again, it comes back to it's sinister. It's, it's, it's manipulation. Someone, someone evil is behind this whole thing. Now, I get how you got there. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. 
I, we're not a history podcast. We are an art history podcast. Oh, yeah. We're not so, qualified to talk um, about that. No, not not qualified. But I feel like there's just a lot of random things where it's like, where did this come from? And it just, it turns out it's from 1940s Germany. So, you know. That's fair. That's yeah. a fair assumption. Let's, let's do a podcast on the history of Opposite Day. And it'll be like a few episodes. And that's it. So I did, I did just kind of, <laughs> I explained my case on why I don't like Opposite Day. I support you in your decision making, but don't put me in this podcast, please. Oh, so, so you can't like, you know, learn about something that you don't like. Uh, oh, so you don't want to learn about the Nazis. Oh, you're teaching, you don't want to, you don't want to learn anything me? about the Nazis. You don't want to learn anything about the Nazis. I thought I had to you participate. You don't care about them? <laughs> do yeah, I you'd have to participate and you'd learn a lot by researching about it. Okay. You, you do this and I'm in. You make this, uh, Courtney. I'm there. Okay, fine. I got it. Oh. Fine. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm actually a little scared though because next week Andrew's presenting and I'm scared now that Andrew's presentations are going to be about opposite day. Andrew's saying we it's dedicate a couple episodes to this as if we haven't no, already no, spent I'm, enough time is, on this. This is a separate podcast about oh. the history of opposite day. Yeah, this is a separate. I thought you meant we just go off script and just like start oh, doing no, no, no. episodes about that. We, I wouldn't do that here. We'd have to make a whole separate <laughs> podcast. It would be like something called like a podcast day oh, or something. I, yeah. it's, uh, I'll, I'll think about it. It's podcast backwards to stack. Whoa. Well, <laughs> that's how you say it. Uh, everyone, hold your phone up to record this part of the podcast in snapchat oi hand wash <laughs> and now that's a secret message for everyone out there oi hand wash it's nothing dirty i promise you won't get in trouble wink wink oi hand wash and what do you do once you've recorded that then you play it backwards and it's a little message for all of our fans because I love you guys. This is my party trick. I love this. <laughs> I used to do... I, I was uh, sick in the head. I used to do this thing when... Back in the day where I would just say random phrases and then like listen to them backwards and then practice them backwards. So I, like when you recorded them, it would be like a secret message. And I found out that when you say oi hand wash, it says this secret message, which is crazy because usually it's like and the fact that it's like oi hand wash, like that's easy to replicate. Like it was so it was so easy to do and like spread the word, like say oi hand wash, say oi hand wash. Everyone was doing it and backwards. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but um it's just delightful that that is that's a very special special secret word we gotta record that and then put it on the instagram <laughs> oi hand wash oi yeah. hand wash i don't have snapchat i'm gonna have to borrow one of one of y'all i feel like there are other ways to reverse audio than than snapchat i don't so, think snapchat invented that <laughs> no, technology but i feel like every other way is just so painful like that's just you just right. You just slide. You just swipe, and it does it for you, or whatever. Doing it on Snapchat yeah, is part easy. of the tradition. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. That's how I used to decode the the words. There was a few words that I had written down that like were like backwards sounded like words forward, but oi hand wash <laughs> like was was definitely the the standout of of them all. I'll never forget. Yeah. So, okay, now I feel like There's that's been so 25 much. minutes. Can I introduce the podcast? Yeah. Please. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was pretty good. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, if you stayed long enough, I feel like I say that at the start of every episode, but if you stayed long enough, that's because you love our bullshit. That's great. And if you love our bullshit, then you've come to the right place because we are three idiots who are going to, I'm doing air quotes, teach you about art history. Um, because we don't really know anything. We are not qualified in any sort of way. We are just Googling feverish, furiously, feverishly on the internet and then regurgitating information back for you guys. So it's really no different than if you were to go Google it yourselves, except we are stupid. And uh, if you like listening to people, then instead of reading, you've come to the right place. Um, I'm Courtney. I lied. I'm not Andrew. I'm Leanne. And I didn't lie. I'm actually also Leanne. <laughs> we do have two Leans on this podcast. It gets kind of confusing, but we make it work. And they look exactly the same. Bless our mess. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> oh, I just my screamed. God. I, <laughs> I had a, I had like a, t- a title already ready for this episode, but I am scratching everything and it is called Bless, Bless this, this Mess. mess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was great. Okay. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, we, we're, we're adding in a little bit of tradition. You know, this is our, I think, 17th episode. Oh. Maybe 18th. I think it's 17th. Oh, big number. <laughs> we're getting to, we're getting, I was about to say, we're getting to our double digits. We're oh, getting, ma'am. We're getting. Well. <laughs> we're old enough to drive now, um, if every episode was a year. Um, which it feels like sometimes. And... Um, uh, so we got these traditions set in place, so let's let's get into it. And one day there will be a little, like, intro song to each of these, and I'm working Aww. on it. Um, but let's get started with this day on art history's history. History, 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 history. I picture that having an echo. Um, so it is, it's officially May. It's May. Yay! Woo! Yay! Oh fuck! I <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the audio on for the uh, soundboard, so ah, oh. I'm just I'm going off my little list, but I I kept thinking I was doing the fart, but I think I was just doing an oof oof fart. Okay, Ooh. I'm gonna have to just actually fart into the mic, I guess. <laughs> All right, don't fine, I'll do it. So. May 11th is a famous artist's birthday. Give it up for birthdays. Yeah. Give it up for give it up for famous artists. Woo. Yeah. Okay, you both get a guess of which famous artist's birthday is on May 11th, making him a Taurus. You get a clue. Him. Each of you get one guess. I don't care if you're right or wrong. Pablo Picasso. No. Andrew? Uh, I'm gonna have to say the only one that I can think of. Van Gogh. No. Right, that question wiped my memory. Salvador... There are no other artists. (laughs) We just named both of them. Salvador Dali, if you will. Happy birthday. That's the other one. Oh, that's the third artist. Yeah. That's it. You know, sometimes I'll ask you guys some questions about this artist. I don't even know what to ask you, so I'm just going to d- give you some fun facts. Okay. Right. He truly believed that he was a reincarnation of his dead brother. A word. What a loon. Oh. <laughs> but, but you want to know why? Which is kind of... 
which is kind of insane. And yeah. I actually, I think I just processed this fact. It's because his father's name was also Salvador Dali, and his older brother's name was also Salvador Dali. <laughs> oh, so basically his parents gaslit him into believing he was his brother's incarnation you're not even yeah you're you're not wrong he his brother died um and then when he was born they also named him salvador dali it's like when you your dog dies and like people like get a new dog and just name it the same thing i know someone who had like five versions of their one dog or like five names when my guinea pig died when i was a kid i got another one and named did the same thing (laughs) my jaw is hanging open (laughs) and what was the name i need to know elephant that's right oh my god i remember that that's such a good name for a guinea pig i could cry i think it was little bill's uh name or something on little bill i love that that's so funny oh my gosh andrew if you guys didn't know why would you know this yeah andrew loves guinea pigs andrew loves little bill Bill is so good (laughs) <laughs> i've actually i feel like i've heard uh in adulthood that that show actually sucks oh wow i just I, have memories of watching little bill I've, never in adulthood I don't have remember i consumed the only single thing i remember from it is that he had a rodent named elephant and that's oh, it. rodent did you know that um i don't remember if it was a guinea pig or a hamster guinea pigs i'm pretty sure aren't rodents are they not rabbits are not rabbits aren't rodents no let me look it up google is our best friend here okay guinea pigs are rodents (laughs) i thought so rabbits are not though that's um hmm. rabbits are Hmm. um lego morpha they're Legos? Yeah, they're Legos. Their skeleton's different. Um, their skeleton's made of Legos. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're made of Legos. Um, okay, so... Oh, also, I'm trying to say um less, but I keep doing it because I listened to our last episode and I was like, that is offensive the amount of times that I'm saying um. Well, we could have Evan uh, try to take him out. That's a lot of work, though. That's a lot of work. I will not do that to Evan. Evan, I'm sorry for even suggesting it. Mwah, mwah. mwah Love mwah. you. And it's not the fact that I'm saying a filler word. It's the fact that it's um, because there's sometimes where I go mm or like uh, and those, you don't even notice them. But anytime I say um, I like tend to hold it out. I'm like, um, and then it's just like well, in the way. <laughs> would you like to use like a more flashy filler word? Yeah, like, give me a word. Um lampshade okay got it lampshade every time you're gonna say um yeah exactly every time you're gonna say um just think of lampshade instead lampshade the website that i'm using to look at salvador dali facts has 18 facts and number four is he didn't do drugs (laughs) Uh, i feel like that's not like i feel like i've heard about him doing drugs And then it says he did not use any chemical substances to alter his state. So wait, that's two different facts. No, no, that's that's within the he didn't do drugs. Oh, okay. But not all drugs are chemical substances. Like 
mushrooms. Well, I think and, technically oh, every, he was on I the think, pot. <laughs> I think technically those are there are chemical compounds. Everything's made up of chemical compounds. Okay, you know? that is a good point. He did say, and this is within that fact, I don't do drugs. I am drugs. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly? Are you kidding me? (laughs) He is the blueprint. And we know what blueprint comes from now. He is the blueprint. Salvador Lee Dali walked so Machine Gun Kelly could run. (gasps) He had an unconventional marriage. (gasps) I'm shaking. We've just cracked the case wide open. Surrealists weren't pleased with him. (gasps) Is that us? (laughs) We're we're not pleased with him. These facts seem fake. (laughs) I was only going to read a few, but now I feel like I have to read more. Well, now it's mirroring Machine Gun Kelly's life. Exactly. Let's see. He tricked Yoko Ono. (laughs) Just like Machine Gun Kelly. He collaborated with Disney. (laughs) Uh, he dated I, I, Megan Fox. Is there any Fox? elaboration? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't is, hear what you said. I was yelling. Is there any elaboration on the he tricked Yoko Oda? Yes. <laughs> like, what did? Yes. <laughs> that was one of them. I was actually going to go into a little bit more on. You want me to? Yeah. Did Ooh, he sorry. like like cast a curse upon her? Like what? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. No, actually, but like you're a step, a hop, skip, and a jump away from that. So, okay. So that phrase, <laughs> "hop, skip, and a jump." Yeah. What is like? I like. I, I just. I. It doesn't give me a good like reading of the distance. Like I don't know if I'm close that or means you're far close. away. It means you're close. You're you're on okay. the right track. And I think I just feel like you know I could hop, skip, and jump very far. Are you mentioning it? Because I think I've used this term multiple times with you in this past week. Is that why you're um, mentioning it? Well, I haven't taken note. This is the first time I've really, I've really, uh, it's really struck a chord with me, you know? I use that term. And, you know, now I'm, and now I'm pissed. Oh, and I'm picturing Andrew hopping, skipping, and jumping, and he, he can make it really far. I was going to say, your hop, skip, and a jump is like way more than my hop, skip, and a jump. Right, right. Right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. I can't oh, argue with that. Yeah. Always up for a prank. Some consider Dolly a bit of a con man. I'm reading this directly from here. I wanted Ooh. to I was gonna summarize it, but I had to say that out loud. <laughs> um so he once duped Yoko Ono by selling her a blade of grass for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So, <laughs> Ono asked Dolly to send him a strand of hair from his mustache. Um, and it also says here, not one to turn down a check. He got creative. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, so here's where you got close. Dolly thought that Yoko Ono was a witch and he was going to use his mustache in a spell. So, he did not want to actually send her one of his hairs. So. Uh. Um, he sent a very dry blade of grass in a very nice presentation box, um, and she paid $10,000 for it, and I guess believed that it was part of his mustache until later. He was like, ha ha, nope. So. Until she tried to, you know, use it in a spell and it backfired <laughs> and it upon backfired. her. backfired. I can't, I don't, let's not get into this right now, but I can't picture her putting a spell on anyone. 
I could. I absolutely could. Have you heard her music? Honestly, no. I've only been to her, one of her, her, her exhibits before. Her music is, is like an incantation in its, uh, on, on its own. Would you send her a piece of your hair? Um, yeah, I think I would just to see what, what, what happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, just like the BBL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Andrew told me yesterday, side note, Andrew told me yesterday that he would get a BBL because he heard it can be reversed. And so he'd like, if he had enough money, he would like to just try yeah. it just to see. Just see, like, you know, just to see what it's like to just have have an ass like that for Amen. just a little while just a little while um oh fuck i said um lampshade <laughs> <laughs> this this makes sense that he is machine gun kelly this one makes maybe the most sense he paid for his restaurant bills in doodles so instead of giving money he would doodle on the receipts and be like, here you go. You can sell this for an amount of money. Please, here, do my more children work. are starving. <laughs> Tip like, me. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure that that would be worth more than your restaurant bill. Mm. But why not just pay the, pay your fuck? You're obviously rich. Pay the, pay the people. Sell that receipt yourself. Yeah. Like, and then. All right, I'm going to head yeah, out. This guy kind of sounds like an asshole. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm glad he's dead. <gasps> he is still kicking. No, I'm kidding. I, I would have believed you, honestly. This one says, I'm not going to read any further into this one. He designed jewelry, including a pulsating heart. He created a hologram okay. of Alice Cooper. What? <laughs> a pulsating heart? <laughs> he created the Tupac hologram? <laughs> His trademark mustache remains intact to this day. What? Where and how? I'm guessing he has a museum that's either in Florida or South Carolina. It's like... Um, it's one room and it's mus it's his mustache in a glass case. <laughs> yeah. No, no joke. No, you got it. That is so scary. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. That's all I got to say about that guy. I, I thought we were going to go into that feeling one way, and I feel a completely different way after after reading all about it. I don't like Me him. too. I don't like him yeah, anymore. I hate that guy. Yeah. Uh, Lampshade. I do have a little bit of some more games for you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. I hate fun, but let's oh, hear it. So, we've been playing this little game that... Um, I got from a listener that listens to Hey Riddle Riddle that was featured on one of their episodes. Um, it's kind of derived from that where you get a clue and it is two famous things that lead into each other. So like the words go into each other. So classic. Oh, this, isn't this the same one we did yes. last time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So classic example um, is uh, they played it with movies and songs and so best example i have is um marty mcfly gets in his delorean um saying that his while his anacondas don't got none what is it 
Anacondas. My anaconda don't want none. Don't want none. Unless you got buns. Unless hun. you got buns, hon. Amen. And it would be. Amen. Oh wait, I messed up. It has to go the other way. Uh, his anacondas don't want none. While Marty McFly gets into his DeLorean, and then it would be Baby got Back to the Future. So it's song going into the movie. What we've right. been doing is, you know, we've been putting a little art twist on it where it's a famous musician or band plus famous artist like art history artist mm-hmm. um, so and the clues go in the order so whichever order I give the clues is the order that the names go in I only have three it's actually very hard to make these <laughs> <laughs> thank okay. you for putting in the work for us they, they're pretty easy too thank I you. won't lie I don't think I could beat last week. If you haven't heard last week, we'll see go, about that. Go check them out. Okay, and you guys can work together again. Or if oh, you're going, we, were we were supposed to be working? together? <laughs> yeah, you were silent. You were trying to be silent. You weren't giving Leanne an inch of anything. <laughs> I thought we were against each other. Well, if I was like Andrew, please help. <laughs> if you can get it first, like all on your own, then try. But both of you were just like silently thinking. <laughs> Not already, my. All right, we got to work on our communication this time. Okay. Do you? Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Do you? Okay. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Lampshade, do you have the time to listen to me whine about my formaldehyde shark? I am at a loss for words. Do you have the time? Who does that? Oh, oh, that's Green Day. Thank um, you. Uh, uh, this is not Rosie the Shark. <laughs> Who did the formaldehyde? Sh- that's the only formaldehyde shark I know about. You got Green Wait, Day. Wait, what are we combining again? Oh, yeah. Wait, artists. <laughs> um, <laughs> Green. Oh, I don't remember the name. Can't remember the name. We'll never remember the name. Well, um, it- I remember that it was some really cool art. I really liked the f- the f- the f- never mind you can use your internet resources oh that's what's up oh is that For, allowed right okay. now yeah if you're struggling i'll let i'll let it slide do, 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 i don't do, know how to do, spell do, formaldehyde do. I, rosie the shark is coming up <laughs> it is not rosie the shark and rosie the shark is probably coming up because you've researched rosie the shark so many times Oh, Green Damien Hurst. You got it. You got it. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. I think this one's probably easier. I almost just said the answer. (laughs) Queer pop artists in the 1980s played drums for the Beatles. Um, oh. Well, drums for the Beatles is Ringo Starr. Mm Mm-hmm. Correct. Um... Queer pop artists from the from the nineteen eighties. You said, yeah, nineteen eighties. I'm just, I'm just making different sounds. I can't even imagine what that means. I'm just making different sounds. I'm like trying to feel like I'm like maybe I'll say it if I just keep. 
No, I really don't. I like, like don't know. Like probably the most famous, one of the most famous pop artists from the eighties. Um, like think about them separate at first, you know. Yeah. Um, the only one I can think about is uh, Madonna. Madonna's the eighties, right? So it's um, it's it's and, you already got the position. <laughs> Oh, oh wait, we're what? working on the artist. You we're working got, on the oh, artist. You guys oh, got oh, Ringo oh. Starr. You were right with Ringo Starr. Oh, oh, so it's 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 uh, well, oh my god. Oh, po- oh, you were thinking pop. I'm saying pop art, like yeah, pop art. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was thinking like pop the music, but I I know who it is, and I why can't I think of his name? Um. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh no. What, uh, what, what is painful? Like, I like, I want to help so bad, but I don't know how to help without giving it away. Keith Herringo Star. Yes, and you nice job. I'm so proud. Okay, okay. I got Sorry one that more. I screamed. <laughs> that was good. That was great. Okay. This one's pretty funny. I like this one a lot. Ooh. Renaissance painter fills the Sistine Chapel with members while sitting on the dock of the bay. Um, sitting on the dock of the bay. Well, the it's uh, it's Michelangelo, right? The mm-hmm. yeah, uh, artist. Uh, I don't know. Um, Michelangelo Oasis. <laughs> Michelangelo and theory. Michelangelo. <laughs> Lonerism. These are albums. Michelangelo. Who, who sings Sitting on the Dock of the Bay? I wish I could tell you. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. I don't even know if I've ever heard that song. I don't know what that is. If I put, if I play it right now, will we get, I was going to say doxed, will we get... Uh, <laughs> will uh, the SWAT teams will swing through our windows. Oh, I just realized that it's going to play in my fucking AirPods. Oh, no. We're going to lose Andrew. Andrew? Andrew? Here I am. Okay. Phew. <laughs> Phew. Sorry. I was just sitting on, on the dock at... Whatever. Um, There's no way I, you don't know this. I don't think I know that song, honestly. Gen- genuinely. I am playing it. It is a Fitbit commercial. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know that song. Watching the ships roll in And then I watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay I have never heard that song in my life I play it at I, least once a week when I'm cooking I don't know I will do another song by this artist then There's another, I feel like he has another pretty famous one Okay um. So, it was uh, painting members on top of the Sistine cha- Chapel while tr- trying a little tenderness. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah, but I cannot think of who does it. Um, Should I give you the answer? 
I don't think I'm ever going to okay. do it, come okay. to the result. Michelangelo Otis Redding. That was hard to say. Oh, uh, Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. Sitting on the dock of the bay, running a time away. Oh, sitting. Such a good song. That was beautiful. Okay, I'm done with my little games and farts and shits. Jesus. I'm getting pretty good at the soundboard. I just I didn't even have to look. I knew exactly where everything was. I just gave myself crickets, bitch. Okay. Courtney's blindfolded. I've been blindfolded this whole time. I'm, I've memorized my script. Okay. Let's get going. I'm doing a big part. Big part. You're hitting are buttons you like doing there's no one tomorrow. Or are you oh, pressing I'm, a button? I'm farting. <laughs> I'm farting. I'm doing a big fart. Okay, so um, I'm presenting again this week because I'm gonna keep talking about colors, bitch. Yes. Oh, thank you. So last week we learned a lot about the color blue, um, which yeah. was very exciting. I actually went and got my nails done, and I got them done in blue in honor of our episode. Um, which I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten my nails done blue before, but I felt very compelled after learning so much in detail about that color. I think it really did change something. I I really like blue now. I appreciate it so much more. And would you be able to tell the us only- what shade of blue your nails are? It's a cobalt-ish blue. And I actually was trying to go uh. f- for, I was going for um, ultramarine and mm. on the... S- like the swatch it was ultramarine and then she like put it on my nails and i was like this is a different color than i asked for but that's okay um so the only thing i could think of that whole episode um and i couldn't find a good way to work it in was uh tobias from arrested development oh when he blew God. himself i blew myself oh we could have made that the title or something well i yeah i didn't want to like you know steal your title uh thunder oh please i was struggling i was like i don't know what the i was asking evan i was like what do i name this um it was a weak one for for us so i like the title thank you thank you maybe you can help me with this well we actually already know what ours is for this week bless this mess oh (laughs) oh yeah bless this mess all right so i'm just gonna give like a quick little review of last week's not the episode itself but um just the color theory that we learned there last time on art farts last time on art farts i wish i could just like insert my voice from then so we learned this color theory about um we learned stop saying um i'm slapping myself lampshade 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 we learned about the berlin k color theory which suggests how colors develop in distinct stages so we learned how first black and white because those are the most stark differences and then we got red yellow green all at the same time and then we got blue and brown at the same time and then later way later we got pink purple orange gray at the same time okay that's important to remember every time i do colors I'm going to bring that back up. Today, I'm going to start off with very, very simple background knowledge on the primary colors. I tried to read this article that went into depth about the primary colors, and it literally hurt my brain so badly that I was like, no, fuck it. I'm not going to talk about this. I'm just going to say what primary colors are. So can someone tell me what the primary colors are or like what you think of? Yellow, blue, red. Yes. 
I was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> so apparently there's two different types of primary colors. There's ones that we use in art, which are the colors you mm-hmm. just said, the ones that we learn. And then the ones we use for light, right? Yeah, the ones we use for light. Great job, Andrew. Look at you. Do you know what those ones are? Uh, red, blue, green. Yeah. You are really on a roll right now. How do you know all that? Um, I've been looking at your notes. Is this true? No, it's not. How would I do that? Because <laughs> they are, they are. I think they are in the art farts file. I was like, that's possible. Oh. You look, Andrew's no, like little face icon is there. It's like Andrew is active on this document. <laughs> Andrew is actively editing all the things. Andrew's erasing yeah, I'm everything. Yeah, actually editing it right now. <laughs> stop! Stop! Please! 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 <laughs> I lied. I'm not blindfolded. I don't remember. Um. So you're absolutely right when you're talking about physics and light. There are <laughs> there are primary colors, red, green, blue, and when you're talking about painting, red, yellow, and blue. And these are different because of the additive and subtractive color theories. And that's what I was gonna talk about. And then when I tried to understand it, it hurt so bad. I said, never mind. I nearly vomited. Yeah, we don't we don't need to get into that nonsense. No. no, we are literally idiots. It's, it's all fake. That's not for us. What I did want to talk about is the reason why primary colors in art are the primary colors. Can someone tell me from their basic knowledge of elementary school why are the primary colors Ooh. the primary colors? Ooh, I know. Our, oh. I know. Say it oh, both at the same ahead, time. Dan. No, no. Say it at the same time I want to hear. Those are the colors you use to make the other colors, right? Yes. Yes. But there are no, you know, that there aren't colors that make the color, you know. Yeah, you yeah. can't make those. You cannot with make other those. colors. Exactly. Um, and uh, of course, we don't include black and white in this mix at all because those change the the saturation, if you will. I don't know if that's the right word, but it changes something like that. The hue, the saturation. I don't fucking know. I think, I think hue might be the right. Uh, thing i don't know i remember learning what that i remember learning about it don't i could not tell you right now saturation like feels right i feel like it might be either or hue and saturation could mean the same thing i feel like they don't on like digital media but like in terms of painting right yeah right i don't know uh but i did want to talk about the primary colors because last week we did blue which i didn't even mention is a primary color in art so i'm doing another primary color today any guesses which color i'm gonna talk about i saw courtney's notes for real so i can't say it i'm gonna say red (gasps) you're right it's red the note that i I saw was 50 50 shot in all caps red bitch with a bunch of exclamation points oh Red bitch. My notes are called Loving You is, Was Red. Um, oh, I love it. Last week's were called, was called Feeling Blue. So, you know, I got, I got a theme going on. So, like we mentioned before about the Berlin K color theory, black and white, and then red, yellow, green at the same time. And so I wanted to choose either red or yellow, the other primary colors. But I decided to talk about red today because of something we also talked about last week so my question is do you remember why those colors became pop like how how did it happen where certain colors were used in art first before others 
Well, it's what's available naturally naturally in the world, right? Yes, bitch. Work. Go off. A plus. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Bless this fucking mess. Um. <laughs> so red was the first color to ever be used in art. Well, that makes sense because like berries and stuff. I was just about to ask next. So what things in so you know just like we did with blue, what things in nature can you see that are are red? B word. Yeah, B word. And for those of you guys who don't know what B word is, is it is B L O O D, which I have a fear of, and so everyone around me usually calls it B word. Um, and you're I right. thought Andrew meant bitch. I was like, <laughs> what does that even mean right now? <laughs> and you're just calling me B word. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> um, I was literally gonna say apples. <laughs> I was about to say it, and I was like, this is the stupidest thing you could say. I kind of like it, though. I mean, you're not wrong. Thank you. Like, like that is something we see that that's co- that is that color. I'm sure if we use the juice, it would be, like, white. Like you Yeah, but, can... like, if you're painting an apple tree, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I need red right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what What is something you think they use to make the, like, pigment red? It will take, like, an extra second of thinking, but I think you guys can think of it. And it's not B word. I mean, maybe like uh, raspberries. <laughs> and it is not something you can eat. Oh. Uh, Do they like crush up flowers? Oh. It is not flowers. Is it- it, it's something that when you're like, when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, no, that absolutely, of course. Like, I knew that already. Oh, um, it is little chunks of red paint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Um, honestly, you were a hop, skip, and a jump away. I won't. I won't lie. Oh my god! Some, something that you might find by the river. Something that has been used in infrastructure. Oh, clay. crabs! Yes. What did you say, Andrew? <laughs> cats? Did you say cat? No. Did cra- you say crabs? I said crabs. <laughs> you go. Yes. I was like, no. I just heard the word crabs in my ear. <laughs> oh, I thought he said cats. <laughs> Crabs is so fun. That is so funny. Uh, it is it clay. makes sense. <laughs> it is clay. But I love crabs even more. That's so good. <laughs> I wish it was crabs. Okay. Um, so I'm using the same website I used last week to talk about these colors. And actually, they got all of these, all this information from these books um, about the history of colors. And it's a very expensive book, but I really want to buy it, actually. So I might do that to do our other one so I can get even more details about these colors. But this is just our little preview. Keeps us going faster. Keeps us stupid. So our first red is, I'm not going to get anyone to guess it. A lot of these, though, I will make you guess. But first is red ochre. Ever heard of that before? Nope. Nope. So this is the oldest form of red that comes from a clay that's given a red hue by the mineral hematite. And I, or hematite, which I know re- is related to the B word. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that people in the late Stone Age were grinding um, the clay to make a red. <laughs> <laughs> turns out people in the late Stone Age were uh, grinding. They're, they're on their grind set. <laughs> they're, they're grinding out. Um, so they, they were using this red ochre to paint their bodies. Um, and also the caves so if you are ever thinking about a cave painting it's 
99% of the time going to be red. If it's not red, it's going to be white or black from just other things found in nature. So I think one of the most famous... My AirPods are about to die. I might switch to my headphones with Leanne. But there's this bison. I'll put it in the Instagram. There's a bison from the cave in Spain that was created between 15,000 and 16,000 BC. And it is made with red ochre. I'm going to show Leanne right now. Oh, yeah. That's a bison. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they use red and black, but it does not tell me what the black is made with because I that, we're not talking about that right now. Because we're talking about red. We're talking about we're talking red. About red. Okay. We're talking about hematite. And red was also really popular in China. Um, red pottery specifically between 5,000 and 3,000 BC. But also red ochre was found a little bit in the tomb of King Tut in Egypt. And I'm not quite sure how it got there. And it does not tell me. Ooh. I don't know how it got to Egypt. I'm sure they... They must have found clay. I was right? going to say, like, did they have that there? If they had that there, then it was just there. But it wasn't It wasn't that <laughs> common in their art. Like, they found it in the tomb. Oh. And then, additionally, separately, they used the clay for cosmetics for women to color their lips and cheeks or put it on their bodies. But it wasn't really used in their art. Ever. Well, Is maybe it-, it was just very rare, so only you know oh. someone like King Tut could, uh, you know, could have it. Would be honored with something like that. Yeah. It was found in, like, with him, like inside his tomb, like not on the outside, but inside. I don't hmm. know. I I got no clue. This is just the this is the info that I'm relaying. Um, but let's keep going because I've got more information about the other ones. But right now, we're, I'm going to pause. It's not going to seem like a pause to you guys. Courtney still has the headphone in. Oh, uh, so she's kind of like spying on me. I actually almost did just throw up. Are you okay? I can hear you rummaging through things. Is Andrew okay? Yeah. Are you? I think he's asking if you're okay. Yeah. No, I was asking if Leanne was okay. Oh, they just died. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'll take it out in solidarity. (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) Andrew, my joke, I said I'll take... Wait. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't breathe. Hi, Hama. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. I had the I had the the AirPod in, but we Courtney had already plugged in the wired headphones, and I was still talking to you. <laughs> I gotta pee. Oh. What? So, After all that? Late night. Press three if you wanna if you wanna embark on a journey. On a late night? Yeah. Late I just start doing slam poetry. It's a late night show, but. Um. I'd I'd like to hear it. Yeah, hold on. I don't think I have anything. Welcome to late night. Um, Should I hold on? Well, I need, do you want me to press the button? Hold on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Is there a button? I'm not usually here for yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. There's the late night song. Hold on. I'm pressing it. I thought Evan just edited that in. Oh, edited that. Okay. No, that's on. That's on Courtney's soundboard. Courtney leaves and we're falling to pieces. Um, it's on the soundboard. Do you know which one it is? 
Yeah, oh, it's number three. Oh, I clicked it. We're we're in the late night. Welcome to late oh, night. Oh, so this is the late night. It uh, might have. So what's Corny usually do here? Um. What does she like? Play like fun games? No, she's usually like, "Welcome to Courtney's late night podcast." <gasps> oh, it's too late now. <laughs> Sorry, nothing, never, nothing, never nothing. We weren't, we weren't doing the Courtney's podcast. Lean <laughs> <laughs> keeps taking out both headphones, like, or has both in. <laughs> what? It's all or nothing over here. For some reason, when I went to pass Courtney her headphone, I took a. Oh. <laughs> oh no! I left my notes open, and Courtney just pointed to them. <laughs> They're not good. Okay, I'm back. I've pissed. Oh, yay! Oh yay! Okay, on to our second color. Well, it's still it's still red. Man, <laughs> don't <Wait>. look. <laughs> okay. Um, no one can guess this one too, because it is. I've never heard of this color. The question. Wait, the, I've got it. <laughs> you have it? Go ahead. Yeah, it's um <sighs> Hold on. Just channeling. What are you channeling? Uh <laughs> Google. <it's> telephone <laughs> telephone booth red. Oh, good, great guess. You're a hop, skip and a jump away. <laughs> it is Cinnabar red. Cinnabar? Uh, yeah. Actually, I think I maybe had a chance to get that. that. I think there's a Pokemon island called Cinnabar Island, and it's like the Fire Island, and it's very red. I love that. I love finding those connections. So this color is a red, obviously, mm-hmm. and it ranges from scarlet to deep brick, and it's actually named from the mineral that it's made from. It is made from mercuric sulfide, which is highly toxic and has been used since the time of the Egyptians. So I think Egyptians have used this red. Um, it's toxic. Were they painting themselves with this one? Let's see. Are they okay? So it was, I think it's very famous from the wall art in Pompeii because the ancient Romans loved it. Mm. And it actually costs more than Egyptian blue and red ochre. So we knew that Egyptian wow. blue is really expensive. Um, red ochre, apparently, this is me learning that red ochre is actually pretty expensive back then in the 12th century. Mm. It also is used in China. And cinnabar came from the mines in Spain. And the people who were getting them from the, the mines and mining for them, since it was highly toxic, they all died pretty immediately. <laughs> oh. So... Here's a picture of what the mineral looks like. Ooh. It looks it looks kind of like Darth Maul's face. Looks a little rough. Looks like Darth Maul's face? Yeah. She looks like somebody poured acid on her. She? Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the rock? Yeah, oh, I'm talking about the rock. I'm talking about the rock. The rock. She, <laughs> she looks like... If I do dare call her a she. You were talking about Courtney, weren't you? Yeah. So that's that's that one. These the first two. I mean, red ochre was pretty cool. Cinnabar I could do without. Um, you know, it's highly toxic. Don't love that about it. 
You hate Cinnabar. Hate Cinnabar because it has a cousin who I think is much more interesting, and that is Red Shade Number Three. I have heard of this one. You can buy it in your paint sets. Anyone know the name of this one? I thought you were saying the name was Red Shade Number Three. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Um, uh, lampshade. I have been thinking <laughs> I've been thinking of one specific red and it's the only one I'm going to guess the whole episode until I'm right uh, Crimson Red Ooh, great guess it is not Crimson Red this next shade is Vermilion oh mm-hmm. oh I actually when I had looked up uh, the, the Cinnabar a Vermilion came up so I oh. did actually also know that one so that that's why I said they were cousins because uh, a lot of a lot of paints that were used that were cinnabar had vermilion pigments in it, so they kind of mixed cinnabar and vermilion together. But vermilion on itself was made in the fourth century BC by um, China, and apparently it was a synthetic vermilion which means before that they were using a real vermilion. I don't know where they get this from. I don't know where. Uh, but Europe got the vermilion from Arab alchemists, and it was widely used in Renaissance paintings. I think this is where it really got famous. A lot of times we're seeing these colors be brought to Europe and then are used very commonly in Renaissance, which kind of, I feel like, the Renaissance really kickstarted art for a lot of different countries. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And while the pigment is typically an orange red, it actually darkens over time and becomes a purplish brown. Ooh. So a lot of those paintings back in the 20th century turned colors as they got older and older and older. But unfortunately, vermilion, I think vermilion's also from a mineral, and that mineral is also toxic. So a lot of people switched colors midway through the renaissance era um but it stayed really important to china and so it turned vermilion was also then coined as chinese red huh yeah so uh well i sorry i was i looked something up vermilion city is also a pokemon city no way that's actually i wonder is there any other because because colors are important in pokemon right yeah, they're, um, yeah. Well, I'm thinking about a lot of the early Pokemon names, and I think they are maybe all colors? And so they all have, like, different shade names? Well, one is Cerulean. That's that's a oh, color, right? Oh, okay. yeah, Cerulean Blue. And I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, we already have Cinnabar, uh, Vermilion, Cerulean, um... Uh, I don't know. Come back to me. That's that is very cool. And I just looked it up. And vermilion does come from the same place that cinnabar comes from. That mercuric sulfide. So it's ground up cinnabar makes vermilion. But China made the synthetic version. So it's made from synthetic mercuric sulfide. So it's not toxic. But the real thing is toxic. Mm. But oh yeah. So I, I uh, sorry. I did look it all up. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't know if all of them, but there's also lavender, uh, there's there's fuchsia, saffron. Um, saffron? 
Mm. Uh, oh, saffron so might not be a color, but that sounds like a color. It's saffron me, right? is red. I don't know if it's there's a saffron red. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, this Chinese red was so important to China because it was thought to be the sim- symbol of life and good fortune. So they painted temples and carriages and wedding dresses with this color. So, and a lot of holidays in China kind of center around that shade of red. Which is, mm. It's a very vibrant... To me, it's like a true red. If you're like buying a lipstick, like that true red color, that's what it looks like to me. A little orangey, a little bit. Okay, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Yes. Andrew, take a guess. Crimson red. You're right. Oh my God. Oh my God, you got it. Nice work. (coughs) So this strong red color, which kind of leans toward a purple, which I guess is debatable because of color theory and everything. but that's And I would debate it. And it is being debated right now. It's made from the dry bodies of female Kermes. Not Kermit. I... What's a Kermie? <laughs> a Kermie is, is a scale insect which feeds on the sap of evergreen oaks. Um, and it has to be the females because the males don't make that. They don't make red. Oh, that's silly. So crimson made out of Kermes fell out of favor... Because of the introduction of Crimson Lake or car- Carmine, which is the next color, but I didn't want to give it away, but I said it, so it's too late. Um, which wow. I'll get into in a little bit, but in, no, no. You know what? Let's just let's just talk about it now. Let's. I'm gonna do these at the same time. But I have a fun fact about Crimson, Crimson Red. It is the favorite color to paint by famous artist. Bob Ross. I thought you were just going to stop there. It's the favorite <laughs> color to paint. Yeah, it's the favorite. Aww. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, old, old Bobby Ross. Old Bobby Ross. But let me talk about Carmine, because apparently we can't talk about Crimson without talking about Carmine, which is another shade of red that I had never heard of before. Have you guys ever heard of it? I can't say um, that I have. So... <laughs> Wow, you know, everything connects to video games. I'm just thinking of... Actually, I don't even know if I'm thinking of this right. I feel like in Gears of War, there are these recurring characters called the Carmines, I think, and they always have red armor. I think it definitely connects, and I'll tell you a little bit why. Well, I, I, I the thing is, I'm not sure if I'm remembering that correctly. I'm pretty sure they always have red armor. I... You could be very, very well correct. So, carmine is made with organic matter, opposed to minerals like the colors ultramarine and vermilion. It's not used from minerals. Um, it's made from organic matter. So, carmine is made f- from coconuts, which is also an insect. It is a tiny scale insect that lives on cacti, not our evergreen oak. They live on cacti. They look like little... Almost like those little red bugs that, like, crawl around. Oh, those stink on the pavement. Yeah, but this they're bigger, and they're squishier, and they're, like, fat. Um, And so these bugs, um, you know, they're from... They're on cacti, so you can only really find them in a desert. But that pigment eventually made its way to Europe in the early 16th century, and Spanish conquistadors 
were the ones that brought it because they saw all this bright red on all the Aztec uniforms. Mm. And Aztec, you know, buildings. And they were like, what is this bright, brilliant red? Um, Because it really is a brilliant red. Mm -hmm. It's really deep crimson. And so it was brought over to Europe and nearly all of the 15th and 16th century painters use this color. Rembrandt, Vermeer, Velasquez, so many more. They loved this color, but it does change when it's exposed to light. It can change a little bit. So the reason why I'm talking about carmine at the same time as I'm talking about crimson is because, so crimson's made with kermes, the female insect that's found on these oak trees. It takes, I need to find the exact amount. It takes 12 times the amount of kermes to make crimson than it takes of the coconut bugs to make carmine. So you need 12 times more bugs to make crimson. Ew. Wow, I mean, that's a lot of bugs. The smile on your face right now. <laughs> that's a lot of bugs. That's a lot of bugs. So, uh, so that's why car- carmine kind of became more popular. Mm. And I think it's a, honestly a way prettier red. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty glad about that. More efficient, less bugs. Yep, exactly. And I want everyone to know that still today, that is how that color is made. Ah! Really? So they're still taking bugs and still... Yeah. I think... That's how how archaic. I think think crimson... I think crimson's synthetic now, but carmine is um, made with the cochineal bugs, and that is actually how you make most shades of lipstick, blush, like makeup products are used with cochineal bugs. I'm chill, but like, could you like? I, there's got to be people out there that like. Someone's got to be mad about that. Someone's got to feel like they want justice for the bugs. Oh, for sure. Not me though. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem. So both those bugs. The thing is that I think it, it makes a difference. Is they're both parasites. Oh, kill them. So em. they're both killing the plants. So kill them. They're 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 eating the cactus. They're eating the oak trees. So it's almost mm. it's almost better. Mm, yum. <laughs> but but let's think. Are we uh, humans not also uh, parasites the to this world? Parasite? Hmm. Hmm. Really, really makes you think, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking. I got another. I got another color for you. Please. I had never uh, okay. heard of this before. Yeah. It's called Minium. Anyone heard nope. of that? Nothing. Also referred to as red lead. <laughs> red lead. Any guess of, on if this is toxic or not? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. It is highly toxic. That's, those are the words I just looked down at on the screen when you asked that. I was like, oh, it is. Yeah. <gasps> it, um, what was that? That was in my computer. Okay, sorry. All right. I'm sorry, sorry that I gasped. Um, it was made by the Chinese during the Han Dynasty. During the Han's Dynasty. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> and it's actually, this is considered one of the first synthetic pigments because it was made all the way during that dynasty. And it was made by roasting white lead pigment. Peg- pigment. Pigment. <laughs> <laughs> um. By roasting pigment. <laughs> So, yeah, again, it was kind of that same thing where it was like they were just cooking up stuff and then they were like, hey, if we cook this for long enough, it turns red. That is pretty cool. So, 
Um, they found out that the longer it was roasted, the more orangey red it became. And it was way less expensive than making cinnabar, even though cinnabar is just as toxic, or maybe a little less. So they manufactured it, and it became really, really popular in the medieval um, illuminated manuscripts, which is something that I would love to talk about, but I think when we get to purple one day, that's when I'll talk about that. It was called, what I say, minium, Mm -hmm. because it was very popular in Indian Persia, where people were painting something called miniatures. People were painting paintings oh. called miniatures, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. like Warhammer uh, figures? Yep, exactly. They were making Warhammer <laughs> figures. They were OG. They were doing it first. Wow. Yeah. But it was not just used in this medieval time. It was not just used during the Han Dynasty. It was brought all the way to our Impressionist years. It was widely used by Vincent van Gogh. Not a synthetic version, but... Or, this is technically synthetic because it's man-made, but not the untoxic version he was fully using red lead the toxic version which uh really frustrated people later because not only did it make his paintings toxic but it turns out that minium whitens under light Ooh. so most of his work faded into almost nothingness if it turns white so you know you paint something red like a bed because he's painting everything red paint a bed red and then over time it turns white so unfortunate i'd say just run with that like just say like that was my intention all along that's that's the that's part of the art right there one of his most famous pieces the night cafe which i can put in the instagram that uses his this red lead so Yep, that is... Yep. Yep. That's that. Oh, yep. I got another color. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Cadmium red. Ooh. No. No? What is she... Oh. I mean, I've never heard of it. You've never heard of cadmium red? No. I've heard of it. There's a there's a Pine Grove song called Cadmium Red. Oh, you're right. I don't support them necessarily anymore, but I do know that fact. I don't support that color. I don't support that color anymore. It's kind of toxic. It's actually not toxic. Ooh. Wow. What's it made out of? Oh, sorry. Not to jump not to jump anything here. Let me see. It is Not to hop, skip and jump so anything here. Cadmium is on the periodic table. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, cadmium. Yeah. It is made from cadmium sulfide, which are not very toxic. So, that didn't sound Wait, so like not still, toxic. They're, yeah, they're still toxic. So, in 2014, so we're talking recent-ish compared to everything else we're mentioning, the European Union threatened a potential cadmium ban over concerns that it was polluting the water supply when artists cleaned their brushes. But it was actually found later that the the red wasn't toxic enough to cause any poisoning to the water supply so there's there's like some long-term possible effects of using this red but it's not enough to almost like the same way like we have there's chemicals and everything that we interact with but it's just like a a level enough where it's 
whatever you know i'm thinking about how toxic a lot of these paints were and if you've ever painted and you're you have a beverage and you have your paint water and you accidentally take a sip of the paint water like i feel like that's common that's like fatal in this, these situations mm-hmm. um, most just being near a lot of these colors were fatal <laughs> just like taking years off your life yeah but this is like pre-tubed paint you know like oh. this is like most of this is like you're making them yourself mm-hmm. so um yeah they're already all up in it this this color red was really really popular in the 20th century and it this one became commercially available this one became tubed in 1910 this red was again i'm ending on one of my favorite artists this red was widely used by henry matisse Mm. who was a huge fan of this pigment and he was probably one of the first prominent painters to use it in his artwork so he also tried to convince Renoir to use cadmium red, but he switched back to his favorite pigment after giving him giving it a try. And mm. I, I don't know exactly which color red Renoir used, but he he's kind of famous for those impressionist paintings, so maybe he was using some red lead, maybe something a little dangerous, a little dangerous. And maybe Matisse was like, "Come on, man, you got a lot to live for," and he was like, "No." Mm-mm. Um, and then I, I had, I guess, kind of like a trivia like thing. So it, I think Leanne might have saw the answer. I don't know. I did not see anything. Um, Louis Vuitton is famous for using this this red shade, uh, especially at the at the bottom of shoes. It's one of the reds that we talked about. Any guesses? Ooh. Um. I got no idea. Oh, uh, vermilion. Correct. <gasps> You're right. Let's go, baby. Yep. <laughs> vermilion or China Ch- Chinese red is used in Louis Vuitton. And this is because uh, he just, he thought it was more luxurious than the other shades of red, essentially. Especially because China, you know, had it as this royal color that meant good luck. He really saw it as something that was more elite than those other shades of red. And since it is a really true red, doesn't really have much orange and doesn't really have much of that scarlet or deep red. He was like, no, this is it. This is perfect. But it actually was by accident that he added red in at all because Hmm. he was working on a prototype and he was like, something's missing. And one of his assistants was painting her nails red. And I'm not quite sure if the red got on the shoe or if she was just, like, holding the shoe. But he was like, wait, hold up. Hold it right there. That red needs to be on that shoe. And it was, it was, a, it was vermilion. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to talk about one more color that's actually... It is, it's a color we've already talked about. But I want to I wanna talk about why... It gets its own name when used in a certain way. But I need to find... Okay. Where's my... I have my link for it. I don't want to get this wrong. Please don't get this wrong. I'm trying not to. Where'd my link go? Okay, this one will work. No, it won't.
Maybe this one? No, not that one. I was looking at it on my phone and now these all look the same. Maybe I should just try my best. Try your best and that's all anyone can ever ask of you. Right. Oh, let me try Daily Art Magazine. That, uh, that never lets us down, right? Okay. I don't know. Remember when we talked about Titian? Like, maybe second, third, fourth episode in? Titian, if you will? I, uh, I won't. No, but... I, yeah, I, I won't. <laughs> so, Leanne brought up Titian. Oh. Because she was talking about the Venus of Urbino. <laughs> the way that it was my episode, I'm sorry. Which inspired the, the you know, the nude painting of... Uh, What's her face? You know. Oh yeah, Venus of Urbino. Yeah, yeah. So Venus of Urbino was made by Titian, which inspired some other famous nudes. Titian was a famous artist during the Renaissance time, and he was really famous for using red in his artwork. But more specific, a different kind of red. Oh, and seeing the spelling now of, what is it? Titian. Titian. I exactly remember this. Perfect. <laughs> so he was, he was actually a Venetian painter. Uh, so he loved red. He used red in almost every one of his paintings, from dresses to their shoes to bedding to the colors in the background, the sky even. But what he was most famous for was using this color of Titian red, which was only used in hair so he painted women my computer just died that is so great um he painted women with red hair but it was a very specific shade of red and it was titian red and what he did was he used vermilion and then he used a lacquer on top of it which i think was from carmine i can't double check now but he used essentially two reds layered on top of each other to make this reddish brown color and so it looked like a true like like red hair color and if you go to your hair salon now and you ask for titian red that is a real hair color and you can get your hair dyed this color and it's actually coming to super big popularity right now um if you're on tiktok people are dyeing their hair this color this titian red this like almost kind of looks like my hair but that's just because my hair is also red yeah so it's like a reddish brown it is it's it's just a very natural hair-looking color if you have red hair, which was kind of really impressive at that time because it's a really hard color to achieve since it has... It's not just a true red. It's not... There's nothing true red about it. It has red tones, but it's brown, and there's some yellow, and there's a lot to it. But all he did was layer two reds on top of each other to make this reddish-brown because of oxidation and the way that the colors change over time. So not only is he having these true reds everywhere, but he's also kind of the the lead artist in making this specific hair color. Um, and I don't think any other artist really took that. So it, it lasted for so long. You look up titian red mm -hmm. it's it's still super popular today in art in hair salons and just as a color itself like you can paint your your dresser titian red those are all my reds that's, that's, those are, all that's the such reds. a fun little tidbit the titian red mm -hmm. i love that and all of those thank you of course fabulous hey Courtney. thanks hey thanks yeah 
maybe next time I'll switch it up. I'll do I'll do one of the last the colors that was last developed in the in our theory. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh. I don't know how much longer I can talk about colors. Might have to switch it up. Who knows? I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, maybe you won't have to talk about colors next week. Oh, maybe next week Andrew has a really great episode for us. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. What's everyone got a uh, shimmy on their schnoggins today? It just gets worse every day. <laughs> um... I guess, uh, I guess, hey, riddle, riddle. Uh, yes! I'll say. Yes! Okay, um, let's calm down, everyone. <laughs> I've been trying to get Andrew to listen to this goddamn podcast for forever. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Any, any specifics you want to plug? Anything like the episodes? Just. No, just in general, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I've been enjoying um, listening to. I've listened to a lot of episodes by now. Um, so yeah, we'll leave it at that. Love it. Love to hear it. Proud of you. Thanks, Leanne. Uh, I've been listening to. This isn't a new album. It's just something that I've been listening to a lot lately. "Bank on the Funeral" by Matt Mason. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, I realized there was a couple songs that I just like enjoy and that I used to enjoy. And I listened to them recently and I was like, oh, these are all on the same by the same guy. And then I was like, oh, these are all on the same album. I should probably listen to this because I'd probably like the rest of the songs. And I do. That's all. It's great. Thank you. I've got two shows. They're both on Netflix. This is not a paid sponsorship. <laughs> Even though Netflix needs it, am I right, guys? <laughs> um, <laughs> the first one is Old Enough, which is a Japanese game show about children who are essentially. Wait, that's a game show? It's a, it's kind of a game show. Have you seen it? I, I I mean, I know of it. I thought it was just like a like a documentary series Not... type thing where they ju- they're just following these kids around. Kind of, but they have a mission. It's like challenges. I've never seen it, but I feel like I know. <laughs> it's I me and Gibby are planning to watch a, the next episode tonight because we we can't get enough. But it is about, yeah, it's these kids who are training to do certain errands for their parents. Mm-hmm. And then the camera crew kind of follows them along while they do these errands. And it is just such a delight. And the episodes are like 10 minutes long. Um, so it's really fast to get through. And it's just... I, second episode i was cracking up third episode brought to tears i'm just like crying throughout the whole thing it is just a wonderful show and great thing to just have on make you feel better about life my other show i i've tried to watch this show multiple times but i have just really crippling fear of unknown things and i just have really bad existential crises so every time i've started the show i've had to stop it because it just gives me panic attacks so for some reason, I decided to start it again, even though I'm just, like, not doing great mentally. And I was like, maybe it'll have adverse effects. It worked. Um, I have been binge-watching The Good Place. And ah. third time's a charm. I am obsessed now. I, I got through all my fears about it, and I love it. I'm almost done with season two. And 
I just can't get enough. It is it is so smart. The twists and turns get me every time. I'm like, how can they keep making episodes? And then something new happens. Love the cast. Love the jokes. I'm laughing out loud. I'm crying. Very, very great. I love this show. So good. Those are my two plugs. Thank you. And that was the episode. Well, did Leanne plug anything? Yeah. The album. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. right. Well, Aunt Courtney had me right, watch right, 10 right, yeah. Things I Hate About You. Very good. Uh, right, Very right, good right, film. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen oh that one, God. Andrew? <laughs> no, I haven't. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I, I, you know, honestly, I don't think I've seen him in anything besides uh, The Dark Knight. Have you seen Brokeback Mountain? <gasps> No. <gasps> oh, you're kidding me, Brokeback Mountain. You gotta read this. You gotta read it first, then you gotta watch it. Very good film. Well, I gotta We're, read a, a a book. Yeah, you gotta read a book. It's. I think it's oh, a short story. Grow up, actually. as if I'd ever do that. Oh, okay, that's fine. I think. I think it's a short story. It's, I feel like yeah. it's not that long. It's a short story, technically, or an essay. Oh, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, you should. You should see that. You would love. You would love that movie. Um, All of you, everyone listening. Yeah. I never realized how Washington, 10 Things I Hate About You is until moving here. I feel like I've seen that movie so many times and I love the content, love everything I'm seeing. And then watching it now living here, I'm like, oh, look at the background. Like, it's Seattle. And I never, I mean, I knew it was in, it's supposed to be in Seattle, but I didn't pick it up until. I didn't know that. I wasn't expecting it. And then I was just like, oh my God, they're here. <laughs> great film great film well well you made it to the end of the podcast so if you're here muppets basketball <laughs> oh no yep. muppets basketball you never forget you're so i don't, I don't forget a thing i'm I like an elephant everything and now an elephant never forgets. i'm an elephant and that and i don't mean the animal i mean i am andrew's uh <laughs> second <laughs> guinea pig i'm not the first one <laughs> Not the first no. one, the second one. I'm the, I'm the second one. I also had a guinea pig. What was its name? Herman. <laughs> Herman? Yeah. Was it a long-haired one? I feel like that's no. a really good name for a long-haired no, guinea pig. No, he was short. He was short. Uh, he, I, was, he was short? What was he, like 5'8"? Yeah, I taught him how to crawl up my pants. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would climb. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to say, Andrew and I, when we were in kindergarten together, we had a, a class guinea pig. Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah. Is that also Herman? No, his name is Spooky. 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 <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really remember him. Oh, that's kind of cute. My friend, we would get to, like, someone got to take him home every weekend, and my friend took him home and he got like stuck underneath the fridge holy <laughs> shit not that he was what? like in pain he just like wouldn't come out from under the fridge uh, yeah. oh it, the pain was emotional yeah and then they and then they never he never came out he still he died under the no no he we came out we lured him with carrots oh yeah but i love a good guinea pig guinea pigs great pets rabbits great pets don't sleep on them Literally and yeah, they, you would probably crush Do them. not yeah. co-sleep with your rodents. <laughs> you will squish them. I am co-sleeping with Bean all the time. So I want a, a capybara so bad. <laughs> we can get you one, I'm sure. 
I know, but I don't want to because they like warmer climate and it's not really, they can't live around here. Well, you have to move. Right. But, you know, until then. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can have a capybara farm. That would be sick. They're like the chillest animal. Right. They get, they get their legs chewed off by piranhas though. Because they're so chill. They're like, uh, yeah, I guess they just let it happen. Yeah. I guess we'll just, you know, I guess this is what's happening. They want to swim across the, the rivers, but they're like, uh-oh. But then they do it anyway, and then the piranhas just eat their legs, and then they're just, like, got bone legs, and they're just walking around. I am si- The room <laughs> is spinning. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just, you said bone legs, and now I'm thinking of a uh, little monkey bone. <laughs> little monkey bones. <laughs> Listen to Hey Riddle Riddle, and you you too could get it to me, little monkey bones. Ask me for my Patreon account, and I will send it to you. I will send it to you right now, just so you can Courtney, learn. again, I think you made a promise. Uh, you, made, you said something like this on a previous episode. You can't give all these people your account. I will go in my email, and I will say, yes, it was me for everyone who signs in. No one's taking advantage <laughs> of this deal. Andrew did. <laughs> Besides Andrew. I did. Andrew That's and so Evan funny. and and my cousin. Oh, wow. I, I got some people on there. Well, you already have a lot of people on there. And I'll keep giving it. I'll keep it out. It's crazy that they're just what allowing if, what this. If, yeah, what if we start, like, subscribing to new things on there? And just under my account, like, yeah. payment information. I, I love Patreon. I don't even think I'd be upset. I'd be like, yeah, this is going straight to the creator. So there must be doing something good. As long as it's not but like a shitty person. What if something really terrible? No. Like, and a really bad, like, a really bad person who is not doing any good art like, at all. Like James a na- Charles. Like a Nazi making opposite day <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. That's so scary. Oh all the gosh. money's going to Hitler and his opposite day podcast. Yep. Salvador Dali painted Hitler. I left that one out on I'm, purpose. I'm not surprised. Seven days before. Wait, is this the one whose birthday? This is yeah. the Yeah. Seven days before his birthday. Shame on him. Shame on him. I We have to end this now. I know. We gotta. Bless this mess. Bye. Bye. Muppet basketball. Bye. Bless this breast. Oh, you're still in puns. just too good to be true can't take my eyes off of you Courtney that's how I'm going to show up to your work with a microphone you would be like my place of your place of employment <laughs>